Hi guys, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Welcome to another episode of the Drama Surgery Podcast. I hope you guys are having a great end of the year. And in this episode, I am not going to be doing a review of any specific drama. Instead, I am going to do a 2023 wrapped. That is, I'm going to be talking about my top dramas of this past 2023 and kind of the dramas that just made me really, really happy this year. There were a lot of them and, you know, I've been doing this podcast for about a year as well, right? And so these are my favorite dramas, regardless of origin um, or country of production. These are the dramas that I love the most. I will talk about my top overall drama of the year 2023 at the end and you guys might actually be surprised by the drama i choose so stay tuned to the end yeah let's get right into it the way i've done this is rather than list just like the top 10 top you know 15 dramas that i liked i am going to be going by categories so to start with my top comedy drama of 2023 was the drama durian's affair round of applause for that drama <laughs> because that drama kept me laughing throughout the whole entire run it is a k-drama that is about a mother-in-law daughter-in-law pair that you know travel through the joseon dynasty into the modern day um, South Korea and it stars Park Jumi and Ida Yeon, right? And honestly, this drama was just so funny and I think that, yeah, it deserves top drama because I've never seen anything like it, right? Just the out-of-pocketness of this drama, right? So, spoiler alert for those who've not seen this drama, um, there's a scene where you have one of the daughter-in-laws confessing to her mother-in-law about her undying love for her and how she loves her like romantically right and this is something that they are doing like point blank they're not laughing they're not this is real and like it's the funniest thing i've ever seen so that was i think that was happening like episode one and the minute i saw that i like i burst into laughter and i knew that this drama was going to take the cake as like top comedic drama for me and yeah that is, I would say, my top comedy drama for 2023. Moving on, let's talk about my top fantasy drama of 2023. My top fantasy drama of this year was the Chinese drama Butterfly Lovers. This is a historical fantasy drama about two lovers that, you know, have to overcome the fact that the female lead is this being that is not allowed to exist in that time, right? And so she's basically haunted. Um, and it stars Rain Lu and Zhao Yuxin. And this drama, honestly, it was just very pleasant to watch, um, especially for the love between the couple. So in this drama, they are married already from the very first episode. And, you know, it's like they are dealing with external forces kind of trying to ruin what they have, right? And so it was just like the best portrait I've ever seen of like just lovers and like a couple that stays and stands by one another and just, you know, have this, this amazing affection for one another and honestly i recommend it for anybody who's not seen this this is just really good it's very short i don't know how director does it right but he's able to take like a small budget and make a story that's just amazing like everything about this doesn't it doesn't even look like it has like 
a cheap budget or anything. It just looks really, really good because the director knows how to use light, knows how to use like scenes and shots and everything to just make a very cohesive story. So I do recommend this highly, highly. Um, and yeah, that is my top fantasy drama of 2023. Moving on right into my top rom-com, right? Romantic comedy drama of 2023. <sighs> this had two winners. <laughs> um, because I couldn't choose one or the other. So there's a tie between Hidden Love and To the Moon and Back. I was going to choose originally just Hidden Love as the top rom-com, but honestly, at some point as I was like going through it, I was like, To the Moon and Back is so good and I cannot justify why it's not as good as Hidden Love because I love them both equally. So it's a tie. <laughs> um, Yeah, so Hidden Love, for those who don't know, I did a review of this drama um you can check it out it's a c drama about the love between a young girl and her older brother's best friend and it stars jao lucy and Chenja yuan honestly this was just a very pleasant watch it was easy to watch it was just like no real conflict if that makes sense watching jealousy's character go through life and kind of discover herself and you know kind of stay true to our love and it was just very very sweet in that way right there was not a lot of conflict or a lot of like angst or anything like that so i do recommend this drama is very very good i am really really looking forward to first frost uh, which i mean it's not going to start Victor Ma as Sang Amyan, but I am okay with it at this point. And First Trust was the one that I actually really, really liked of the two books because these are based on books. So yeah, I am like a huge fan of both the novel and the drama at this point. Then moving on to the other drama that ties with this one is To the Moon and Back, which is a Thai drama starring Toy Jaripon and James Dirayu. And it is a drama about a straight-laced doctor and a kind of free-spirited girl um, and how they come to fall in love. Um, This is a super deep and lovely drama. Like, I don't know how else to talk about this drama other than, like, just watch it, right? Especially if you like a healing kind of drama. This drama is very healing. The female lead is just a ray of sunshine the kind of like female leads you rarely see um these days um she's just so expressive and so true to herself and it's just lovely it also tackles a lot of issues that um it's very difficult to talk about like transphobia and stuff like that and you know they do it in such a like tasteful way that you just i mean round of applause and this is easily the best Thai drama i've ever seen and i've watched a lot of Thai dramas over the years but this drama is just wow i'm like <laughs> thailand can make a drama this good all these years and they never like why don't they do more of this right um because you know thailand Khan is always like screaming second leads and weak female leads but this drama is just like i don't know who made it who wrote it but it is a plus plus and it deserves all the accolades then moving on to the top romance my two top romance again <laughs> there are two winners here as well um and that is the matchmakers and destined with you and you might be thinking hmm is is that Rowan? yes it is Rowan's two dramas of 2023 um and matchmakers for those who don't know is starring Rowan and Choi yeon and it is about the widowed son-in-law of a king and the widowed daughter-in-law of a powerful family. So this is how they come together and basically fall in love while matchmaking other couples along the way. 
And honestly, lovely drama. It's just very funny, very sweet. All the secondary couples in this, that is the people that they are matchmaking, kind of bring life to this drama. Um, and you can even watch it for those ones because there's a lot of cute, cute couples in this. And yeah, highly recommend it. Um, Destiny with You as well is another Rowan drama um, that also stars Joboa as a female lead. And that is more of a traditional like Chebol guy and average girl kind of truth that they have going in that jam. But again, that one is also as funny. Um, and it is about, you know, watching those two, giving their differences in class and everything, fall in love. The only twist is that there's a little fantasy element in that the female lead, I think, and I guess they are past lives. They had past lives in this as well. Uh, the female lead is a witch in a past life. Um, and that kind of manifests in the future. Same with the male lead. He, you know, was her lover in the past life as well. And so that's kind of where they are playing um, in this. Um, but yeah, it was also very, very good. Very, very funny. Um, and actually, it was lesson with you that made me realize that Rowan is an actor in my book. Like, he's found his niche. Like, I wasn't as impressed in, like, Extraordinary You, which is a drama that he was kind of bland in. But I feel like he's found his niche, right? That comedy. Like, he knows how to do comedic roles well. And so, a lot of the things he's doing in these two dramas are just hilarious and just just funny to watch. And so, they come out on top for me. And yeah, so check those two out if you've not seen them yet. They are very, very good. Next on the list is my top slice of life drama. And this one goes to my personal weatherman, which is a Japanese drama starring Koe Iguchi and Atsuki Mashiko. And this is a love story about a manga artist who is the stay-at-home partner of a really popular weatherman. And... The story is just mostly them trying to walk through their relationship and their misunderstandings. The thing that makes this very interesting, uh, other than the amazing chemistry that the two actors have, is that because the story is told mostly from the point of view of the manga artist, whose name is Yo, even us, the audience, misunderstand a lot of things. And, you know, we come to find out that Yo is actually a very... <laughs> unreliable narrator and you know things are not as they seem and that just adds more to the story and you know just makes it very very interesting so highly recommend it it's very very good up next is top melodrama and this one i have to give it to call it love a korean drama starring kim young kwang and isong kyung about a woman who is after revenge on the son of her father's mistress, right? You know, because the mistress obviously came into their lives and kind of ruined their lives. Um, And, you know, I did a review of this, so you guys can check that out as well. But basically, what happens is that she ends up falling in love with her dad's mistress's son, right? Because she just comes to empathize with him and, you know, sees him for who he is despite what his mom has done to their family. And it's, like, it's a very well-written female lead i like female leads that are you know multi-dimensional and i have to say a character in this song young's character in this was just very well written um it's very similar to my mister in that sense of like you know you have this female lead that is 
doing revenge or she's you know plotting something against the male lead but then comes to love him because she sees the goodness in him and this drama does this very very well and in the way that like my mister does not satisfy anyone at the end because they don't end up together or anything that's why kind of being soulmates um this one they do end up together and that makes it even more beautiful so yeah definitely check it out um it's very very good up next is my top youth drama. <laughs> I know somebody's like, you have so many categories, like very, very specific categories. And yeah, I know I'm basically choosing at this point, but I had to shoe on this drama that I'm going to talk about um next because it was just so good and I couldn't find a category to put it in that was not already taken. So I said, you know what, I'll just create a new category for this and just put that there. So top youth drama this goes to a breeze of love again i do a review of this so check it out as well and this is a korean drama that basically stars shin jong yu and wooji and about two college students that are getting back together after their brief romantic you know encounter in high school um this was the end of year surprise for me because it came out in like november or so and honestly i just really really liked it right from the beginning it was just so well shot. The chemistry was flowing. You could see it in their eyes, right? The pull they had towards one another. Um, and I have to say, I really liked how Idonia's character, right? How quickly he came to terms with his feelings for Bandon Wook, who is the other male lead. Uh, it was just effortless. There was no real conflict for him. He liked Bandon Wook and instantly he was you know flustered around him and you know it was just very sweet it was almost love at first sight because i think it happened when they were like sleeping next to each other um in the gym room and so this is just a very very cute one that i had to put somewhere because i really really liked it up next is top action and uh, i mean this one is not very difficult there was only one drama that could get in this position and that would be moving moving is a Korean drama that I guess starred the whole of South Korea. Like, it starred every actress and actor in South Korea because there's just so many people in this. And the only thing that I guess beats the amount of casting in this would be, let's say, Death's Game. Um, but yeah, basically, the main, like, core actors and actresses in this are, you know, Join Sung, Han Yo Ju, Yoo Sung Ryeon, Lee Jong Goyun Jung, and Kim Do Hoon. Right, they are the ones I would say they are the core of this um story because I mean this is a franchise. A lot of people to focus on a lot of characters they bring in that could have their own story. Um, but this particular one moving focuses kind of on the lengths parents will go to kind of protect their kids. And it's just so good. There is this human aspect and humane aspect to it that makes it very, very lovely. It's not a generic superhero kind of movie, right? It's trying to tell you something deeper and, you know, carrying you through it. Really, really just heart-wrenching sometimes, actually, story. So it's, you know, one of the best dramas I have ever seen. And, you know, it's really only Korea that can do something like this. Um, it, It's something that, you know... <laughs> just speaks to my heart it's just very very well done so i highly recommend it at this point i don't know who hasn't seen this drama i feel like it's just it was highly highly popular so i feel like everybody has seen it already but if you've not check it out there's a reason why it's number one on my drama list at the moment of this recording 
But yeah, moving on to top historical drama. Um, I'm going to give this to the story of Kunin Palace, starring by Lu and Jangling He, because again, I do a review of this and you can check that out. This drama, I think, came out of nowhere for me. And given that I love the rebel trope, I was drawn to this drama. It did everything it should do and it did it well. Like, it's very hard to mess up the rebel trope unless you don't know what you're doing. It's very easy to write, I would say. And so you really can't mess the story up. I would say Bailu and Jangling here have the chemistry to carry this. Jangling here's character was, I think, the icon in this. He was the one that I was watching for. Even though it was a rebirth of Bailu's character, it was Jangling here that was kind of the pull for me here because I love a character that's nuanced and that's kind of evil, like anti-hero kind of characters that normally would not get the girl right kind of characters but in this he gets the girl and more like you know like so it's just very very good and i highly highly recommend this drama it kept me watching i mean it had was like 36 episodes and it kept me watching throughout everything and so yeah i give it to story of Conan palace up next is my top office business drama again i'm cheating like going this deep into the genres like this is basically like a tag at this point um but we'll go with it top office business drama is going to be given to agency which is a korean drama starring ibo young um about the life of the first female executive in a male-dominated industry. Ibo Young can never wrong me, honestly, at this point, because she's just amazing to watch. She has like there's nothing she's ever been in that I've hated. Mother was amazing. My daughter So Young was amazing. Like she's just so good at picking dramas and this drama is just as good watching our struggle to you know reach the top and seeing just as smart come into play despite all the adversaries she was facing was amazing it doesn't help that the only couple in this the chiral daughter and her bodyguard was also they were just so cute to watch as well and so this drama was very very easy to watch it's you know was satisfying in that you saw her actually succeed she would put effort into things and she would succeed a lot of dramas like they put effort and they are still not succeeding but this you see the fruit of her action and rewards from that and i think that makes this drama very very good right so yeah agency is another good drama it did not get a lot of buzz this year unfortunately at least internationally but i get in south korea it was very very popular so yeah check this drama out if you've not seen it and yeah we come to the end of this the very last drama that i want to talk about is i guess my top drama of 2023 this is i would say the drama that really hooked me in a way that like i cannot get my time back and i don't want my time back like if i could go back in time and watch this drama again i would kind of drama right like this is my top overall drama of 2023 my 10 out of 10 drama and i have to give this to sense of time yay so sense of time for those who don't know is a chinese drama starring Joye and Wang Xingyue. And this is a drama that I would say also came out of nowhere for me. Because again, I was not expecting all these rebel dramas this year. Right? And so they just dropped from nowhere and everything just worked in this drama. Right? Like there's something about watching a character 
you know, make mistakes, realize they've made mistakes and, you know, are able to come back and fix it, right? And this is something that our character does. I will say again, I do a review of this drama up to the first 11 episodes. And honestly, till the very end, I think this drama succeeded in what it was trying to do. And I like that about this. And I will even say, even till the end, I am in support of how they decided to end this drama. And a lot of people disagree with this. Spoiler alert. I'm not going to spoil it, but like, just in case. A lot of people have an issue with how it ended, but I actually don't mind even more. Like, that's how much I love this drama. Like, there was really nothing I could say that's bad about this. Joya is able to play this reborn character well. Like, I'm able to see the fear, the desperation to change things from how things went in our first life, right? And I applaud that, right? I applaud that sense of desperation because it shows, right? And it kept me on edge as well, right? That we should be able to change things in this new life. Every character was not a caricature. Like, everybody had something that was motivating them. And I could understand that even for, like, a husband, right? A husband... And his concubine, right? That I guess is the reason why our family died in the first life. Even them, I couldn't understand. In fact, I would go as far to say I like the concubine, right? She was a well-written character. I don't know why a lot of bad issues, but a character acting, I don't know who the actress is, very well done. Like that is how you write a second female lead. Give a nuance. Give it like a good reason why she does not like the female lead. Her motivations for why she's trying to do all the things she does to the female lead is so justified. And there's no reason why she would believe, right? Like a normal person would not believe that you are reborn and you've changed. Like it doesn't make sense, right? And so I could understand her motivations till the very last minute, right? And same goes for the Duke, right? Uh, he came out of nowhere for me. I guess I was not expecting them to have a love line. And when it ended up being that way, I was just, I was taken aback and I was sold instantly. Like, it was just so sweet. Their chemistry was very, very good. And I just liked those, like, stolen moments they had with one another, right? And the way everybody, kind of like, after I could see this festering, right, uh, was just very good. Um, So, yeah. Heidi, Heidi, love this drama. It's just one of the dramas I think I can watch a billion times and not get tired. It was just so good. And I remember in every day just waiting for it to air, right? And, you know, I wasn't disappointed even once. So, yeah, this would have to be my favorite, favorite drama of 2023. And it might come as a surprise to people because I guess there are better ones technically. Like moving was a good alternative, but I don't know. There's just something about sense of time that really captured my attention um, because it was just very well done. Even more so than I would say Kunin Palace in some ways. Like Kunin Palace for me was Jang Ling's character that kind of push that to be as amazing as it was but in sense of time Julia's character actually was the one that kept me watching right and that's very important for like the protagonist to be able to keep me watching is very very important and so yeah highly highly love this drama and if you've not seen it honestly at this point i don't know what to say like just gonna watch it it's just very very good but yeah this has been it 2023 has been a great year for i think dramas in general i am looking forward to 2024 there are some really really good dramas that i know are coming and i am super super excited 
for those and you know like we keep watching right <laughs> like this is what keeps me happy and i am happy i am able to share my love for dramas with you all this is very very like fun for me to do and you know i hope to keep doing it for a very long time so yeah um this is the end of 2023 signing out merry christmas and happy new year and i'll see you again next week in the new year have a nice day guys bye